If you have left the doctor's office feeling ashamed, embarrassed, or like a total failure, you are not alone. So instead of letting that visit discourage you, today's episode is about how you can use that experience to catapult you into becoming your most empowered self yet. Welcome to the Goddess Mindset Podcast. I'm Jada Capeller, your exercise consistency coach, founder of Jada Fitness, and I'm here to help you create a lasting routine you love so that you can stop starting over. After years of skipping my workouts and never making progress, I've finally learned what it takes to stay consistent. So now I'm here to help you as much as I can. If you're ready to up-level your life, mindset, and exercise routine, you are exactly where you're meant to be. A goddess mindset allows you to take control of your life, embody the gorgeous goddess that's already within, and finally live the life you can't stop thinking about. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Hello, lovely. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Now, today we're talking about a traumatic doctor's experience, and I am joined by the incredible Lauren. She's also known as Kirby to Fitzbo on Instagram. She's a certified gut health nutrition specialist, and she's helping women lose weight by healing the root cause, really what's starting on the inside. And she has lost 70 pounds on her own weight loss journey. And her story is so inspiring, and I just know you're going to leave with so much value today. So I want to get right into it and just enjoy. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for pushing play today. We have a super special episode because we are joined by my amazing dear friend, Lauren, and Lauren is a gut health specialist. So Lauren, thank you so much for agreeing to come on the Goddess Mindset today. I am so honored. Thank you so much for having me, Jada. I can't believe that I'm here. So where and where can we find you on Instagram really quick? So listeners can just give you a follow there. You're so inspiring. Where can we find you on Instagram? Yeah, I am at curvy to fitspo and I'm all about gut health and weight loss. Amazing. And your story is just so inspiring. So definitely go follow her. And her link is just in the show notes as well. So you and I have been following each other for years. We just found each other on Instagram, which I love. And we have been supporting each other and just cheering each other on and, and really watching each other's journey, which has been really cool. It's, it was like fate. I don't even know how we found each other or who found who first, but it was, it was a few years ago and it was like really early, I think, um, even in your business. And like, I was just getting started on my weight loss journey and we've just kind of like stuck together all these years, cheering each other on. And, you know, it's just been an incredible thing. You've been so incredible for my own mindset and my own journey. And I've been a listener of the goddess podcast and like, it's just um, and yeah, incredible friendship born from Instagram following. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. It was, it was fate. And what's so inspiring about you too, is you've lost 70 pounds so far on your weight loss journey. And, and you have such a beautiful story to share with us today. And for our listeners, today's episode is actually going to be really powerful because we're talking about how doctors can be insensitive at times during our, our weight loss journey, our health journey. And I'm so grateful that Lauren's here because she has a really inspiring story. And this episode was actually inspired by one of my 
closest friends. And she has actually been struggling with her weight gain for a very long time. And in the past, my friend actually developed a really unhealthy relationship with food, such as emotional eating. And, but over the years, she's been seeing a counselor for an eating disorder and she's been exercising. So she has been taking action, right. And making her health a priority. But just recently, I'll, I'll never forget. My friend called me and she was so upset. And she explained to me that she had gone to the doctor for a checkup and they run, they run all the tests for her. They do the blood work, everything. And at the end, the doctor says, so other than your weight, you're perfect. Oh my God. Yeah. And <sighs> my friend, right. Is just devastated hearing that obviously, right. Because all of her hard work, right. Seeing her counselor and working on these eating habits, exercising, like all of that was disregarded in that split second. And it was, if this doctor only saw her as this body, right. And, and not, not a person in that moment. And, and my heart broke hearing this story on the phone, right. I'm trying to comfort her because I knew that was the last thing she needed to hear. Right. And I get, I get that doctors aren't psychologists. Right. But I, I think it should be incredibly, they should be mindful of how they approach these, these sensitive situations. Right. I am just blown away other than your weight, you're perfect. Yeah. I mean, that is the definition of just reducing somebody to a body that is just, wow. Unacceptable. Absolutely. And then, and I guess the doctor essentially told my friend, like, okay, you're going to cut out carbs. You're cut out, you're cutting out all your sugar, like no rice. And, and I need to see you back here every two weeks to make sure you're losing weight and I'll check your weight then. And it was kind of like this good luck, you know, see you. And, and my immediate response was, okay, so you cut out carbs, you cut out sugar, lose weight. Like what she expects you to never eat carbs again, never eat sugar again. Um, and this is where it creates this narrative, right? Where women have to feel restricted when it comes to food, right? It's always about eating less. And again, I'm not here to bash doctors. Like there are some amazing doctors, but I think this situation needs to be shared. And the saddest part is that my friend's health journey has seriously declined since this meeting. And she's reached out to me and just said she feels so discouraged and deflated and unmotivated, right? Which just, which just breaks my heart. So that's really, to summarize, that was the inspiration for today's episode. And I know you have such an inspiring story and also a very similar story as well. So, and I know so many other women, I'm sure, are experiencing these painful, you know, emotional traumatic times at the doctor's. Yeah, I just to go back to to what you were saying about the doctor saying to cut out carbs and cut out sugar. I think that's where a lot of misinformation on like weight loss and health starts to break down for us too. Because I, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but I've been doing a lot of research on nutritional education, especially recently. And most doctors only get about twenty hours or so of nutritional education throughout medical school. So we're relying on these doctors to really walk us through this process on healing and weight loss. And sometimes they don't have the right information. So when they're telling you to cut out 
all carbohydrates. I mean, your body actually can't survive without carbohydrates. In fact, your organs, like your, your brain, and as, as an example, is a huge carbohydrate hog. So it's really, really unfortunate that like she had that experience. And then also getting that kind of information from a doctor telling you to cut out carbohydrates just blows my mind. It's just really Jeez. out there. Yeah. As a macronutrient too. Yes. And yes. The, the picture that just like popped into my mind too, is like, you picture this like beautiful flower that's like starting to grow. It's getting petals. And then someone literally just comes in, like stomps the shit out of it. And yeah. like, you're not growing fast enough. Hurry up. Right. And <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like disregards all of the progress. And it's, it's just so heartbreaking because obviously it's, it's set her back right in a huge way. And like, think of how many millions of like of women this is happening to all of the time. Yeah. I mean, and just to be told something like that too, you know, it's, it's crazy too, because doctors take this oath, you know, like to do no harm, but in reality, words have harm. And, you know, you obviously know this Jada, because you're an expert in this area, but like mindset is such a key critical piece of anything that we do, especially when it comes to our own like health and wellness journey. So if you let someone or something compromise your mind, it, you, it's, a direct correlation to having that struggle in on your journey. We mentioned that your friend has gotten off track since this, and that does not surprise me at all because it can be so hard, especially, I mean, when you're developing this trust with this doctor, I mean, in reality, they're a medical professional, but they're still strangers to us. I mean, even if you see the same doctor, you're maybe seeing them maybe a handful of times a year at most. So when they're telling you something like that and reducing your identity, to a number on the scale and completely disregarding progress, like what you were saying, all of the healthy choices that you're making every day that's building you up, that's supporting you on this wellness journey. It just comes crashing down with the word of this one person standing in a white coat in the doctor's office. It just really is truly devastating. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And I know you have a very similar story. So I would love if you're willing to share, um, I would love for you to share your experience at the doctor. Yes. So I am an open book. So I'm going to walk you back. Um, this was a little over a couple of years ago. Now, um, I am down 70 pounds today, which is amazing, but I did not start my journey obviously in the healthiest place. So I was my highest known weight. And I say known because I spent years, like so many women avoiding the skill, talking myself out of getting on it, saying I was going to get on it the very next week. And I never did. So my highest known weight is 263 pounds. Um, I was in total denial really about my health. I mean, I knew that I had, I was extremely obese. I knew that I didn't have to get on the scale to know that I was extremely obese. Um, I kept telling myself I would eventually take care of it. You know, I'm young. I, at the time I was only like 30 years old. I'm fine. I have plenty of time, right? My health doesn't matter now. It'll catch up to me eventually, but I don't have to worry about this day. Well, I, um, my mother passed. Um, around that time, actually. And I have a very complicated relationship with my family, but I, I was made aware that she had passed. And um, that was just a really big trigger for me around my own mortality and around health. And uh, my mother did not lead the greatest lifestyle. She was an alcoholic and she was never really active and she didn't really take care of her body. But it just goes to show that your diet and your lifestyle plays a direct indicator in your health. And finding out, you know, that she had passed, it was a huge wake up call for me. And I started really looking inward on my own lifestyle and my own decisions that I was making every single day. 
And I was doing some research. Um, she passed away from bile duct cancer and the bile ducts help with the detoxification process of your body. And they were clogged essentially. She never really opened her detox pathway. She was never taking care of her health. And um, that's how she passed. It was stage four by the time she went into the, the doctor's office and was diagnosed as terminal. Wow. So I started doing a lot of research on my own really at this point in time on how I was feeling like I started paying a lot more attention to symptoms that were happening within my own body. And I was obviously almost 300 pounds. I was having trouble sleeping as a result of my weight. I had major gut issues like diarrhea, gas, constipation. Um, I had insulin resistance. I, I had, was carrying a lot of weight, particularly in my belly area so much so that it hurt to the touch. Like if I would press on it, like I had so much inflammation that I know now I didn't realize it at the time, but, um, I was just scared. Um, and it had been a several months since she'd passed and I'd finally worked up the courage to go to this doctor. And this doctor was new to me. Um, I'd made an appointment. I'd canceled the appointment actually a couple of times and rebooked it because I was nervous. I, you know, I was not sure how to go in. I was worried I was going to cry. And anyway, I finally get the courage, right. To drive over to the doctor's office and I get in the doctor's office and, um, the doctor walks in total stranger to me. And, um, I just started bawling. And, um, I was trying to tell her about like my symptoms and that I was afraid and that my mother had just passed. And I wanted to talk about like my history and she was not interested in it at all. Um, cause you know, doctors are on a rotation. They're in and out of rooms so quickly. I'd spent more right. time sitting in the waiting room than I did actually in the, <laughs> the doctor's office with her. And, um, she was not interested in hearing about my medical history. She was not interested in my symptoms. I was begging her to take a blood panel and do some tests for me. She did not want to do it. And I had to just keep reiterating that it was really important to me. Like, that's why I was in here. I wanted to talk about my symptoms. Can you help me? And she said, I can just feel myself sitting back in that doctor's office right now. Um, oh. She said, she said, well, you know, you, you already know that you need to lose weight. So I'm not really sure, you know, what a, what a blood panel is really going to do. You already know that you need to lose weight. <sighs> and it was just a really hard and fast way of just missing, you know, all of the courage it took to get me into the room in the first place. And it just dismissed like all of my symptoms, which I know now are, you know, very key indicators of things that need to be fixed internally, but she really wasn't willing to have the conversation with me. She was trying to rush me out of the room. Um, she just kept reiterating that I needed to lose weight. I mean, obviously I knew that I was almost 300 pounds and I was looking for help and support but I wasn't getting it from her. She, again, was just trying to rush me out the door. Anyway, she finally agreed to do the labs and she did the labs. She didn't even call me um, after the labs were run. She just left a quick note in my chart, which obviously your everyday person can't even read um, your labs anyway. So you're really relying on your doctor to tell you where the holes are. And, um, you know, it was again, confirmed at high blood pressure, high cholesterol. And she was just telling me like, you already know you need to lose weight. I'll see you in a year. And that was it. I, I mean, I cried leaving the doctor's office when I got back to my oh. car. I didn't cry in there, you know, but I just, it was just um, terrible. And that was, that was my experience then um, at the doctor. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much. First, like, just thank you so much for being an open book and sharing that. What I can only imagine was a very traumatic experience. So what, and what like thoughts were running through your mind, leaving that doctor's office? I know you're upset, you're crying. Like, what were you thinking? I was thinking that I was 
just a failure. And that like, obviously I knew that I needed to lose weight, but like knowing it and some stranger telling you that you needed to lose weight, um, was just heartbreaking. I felt like, you know, we put so much trust in doctors to really lead us through this journey for our health, truly. Um, and then when you go and they're not willing to talk to you about root cause issues of, of why you're having weight issues or, or my God, even, um, you know, what's going to happen if you don't address your weight issues, right? It can lead to heart disease. It can lead to cancer. It can lead to all those things. Like nobody's interested in talking about those things at the doctor's office. At least that has never been my experience. It's mostly like, yeah, okay. You need to lose weight, get out of here. And I'll see you back whenever you can lose the weight. Well, what do you think I'm doing here? You know, I'm here because I clearly need some help getting from point A to point B. And I don't know how to do that. And I just, I, I just felt like I was just hitting a wall. I was so discouraged. I felt like such a failure. I felt like this doctor had held up this mirror to me um, where I could see myself through a stranger's eyes on just being reduced to the size of my body and no roadmap or help for to get me to a healthy point at all. And I just felt like I was not even at square one, like knocked way back from square one. And I just didn't know what to do. Scared, alone all the above. Wow. And I can act like I can feel your pain, just, just listening to you and all the analogies that you're giving. So how did you take care of yourself in that moment? Or what did that look like even the first couple of weeks or months? Like, what did that look like? I was just really upset and I didn't even, I didn't even think I had the full conversation with my husband around like what had even happened in the doctor's office because I was just so ashamed. That's not something that's not really something that I knew how to <laughs> tell anybody, you know, about. Right. So I internalized it a lot. But um, given my particular situation, like with my my mother having passed, I was just really in this place of like heightened sense of mortality. And I, it had finally clicked with me. Like it never has before the connection of lifestyle and diet choices to, you know, our mortality, like our likelihood of having a long and happy and healthy life. And I decided to dig in and I decided that if I was not going to get the answers from the doctor somebody that I thought that I could depend on and trust that the medical system was really broken and I had to fill in my own holes in my journey. And so I started diving into research and I became obsessed, obsessed as an understatement really in gut health as a root cause for why I was having a lot of the symptoms that I was having. And I decided to educate myself if I could not find a reliable and trusted source outside of me that I was going to make sure that I was getting credible knowledge to guide me through my own journey. And it took a lot of trial and error. I mean, I am gosh, from the time that I've like recommitted to my journey to now it's been over nine months and now I'm 70 pounds down, but it was a really bumpy road in the very beginning through lots of education, but that's what I did. Right. And you really use that as like this catapult though, right. To, to make it this pivotal moment in your life. And I think that's, what's so inspiring. Right. And if you think I picture too, of like an arrow, right. Being drawn back and what feels like the end of the world, right. And this huge setback you actually use to launch yourself forward, which I think is what is so empowering. So you're saying you just started to really educate yourself and take back that control? Yeah. I mean, I guess I thought, 
um, like the arrow that you were mentioning, I guess, of walking out of the doctor's office, that was really at a fork in the road. I could either let that experience at the doctor's office from some stranger that just reduced me to my weight, define me and crush me and prevent me from moving forward and just accept the fact that I wasn't getting any answers and continuing to live the lifestyle I was living. Or I could say, this is not going to be my story, regardless of what you say. Um, and I'm going to be my own hero in this story. And that's, that's what I did. And I opted for option number two. And you're right, it has been this like pivotal thing, not only in my entire life, but I've developed a business now out of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's completely like reshaped my entire, entire life. And, you know, Amazing. hopefully other women are impacted now by this story, because I know it's so it happens way too often. And it's so unfortunate. Yeah. So, so if you could go back and knowing everything, you know, now, not that you want to, but essentially <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have the mindset you do now, right? You have all the knowledge you do now. If you were to go back on that same day, how would you have responded to that situation? Or what would you have told yourself after that situation? I would have told myself that this person is not qualified to give me the answers that I was looking for and that I was going to show this person what I was capable of because she was so dismissive of me and she was wrapping up all of my symptoms in the fact that I needed to lose weight. And I believe that weight loss is a byproduct of making healthier choices. So doctors often are treatment, not prevention. So mm -hmm. I would have felt much calmer in that situation if I could go back now, knowing what I know and flip the script and know that my weight loss would be inevitable if I can fix my lifestyle choices and I would be empowered to do so with finding the correct outlets to help me because that was definitely not it. Wow. That's huge. And I love what you said there. Doctors are very like treatment oriented, right? Not, not prevention. And that's, that makes me think of the carbs example, right? Just cut out all carbs, cut out all sugar. You'll, you'll be good. Right. But that's not, that's not sustainable, right? Because okay, you lose that weight. You're just never going to eat those, those things again. Um, so that's really powerful. And, and if our listeners too are, are put in this situation or even have been before, are there any other reminders that you would want to share with them? I know you just gave some really good ones, but does anything else, uh, come up for you? Yeah, I would, I would definitely encourage people to be an informed patient and be an informed consumer. It's kind of like if you go in, God forbid, right? Anybody goes in and gets like a terminal diagnosis from a doctor. I would encourage that person to go get a second opinion, right? It does never hurt to get a second opinion or a third opinion or whatever, because at the end of the day, we put doctors up on a pedestal, but they are just people. They're educated people in a certain field, which is amazing. And they're great for preventative treatment, I think. Um, but it takes no time to walk into a doctor's office and you say, Hey, I'm having period cramps. And they just throw a prescription at birth control at you. Right. It takes much more time to sit down and talk to you about 
What is your history? What is your stress like? What is your diet look like? You know, what is your entire lifestyle? That appointment, that would take half an hour to 30 to, to an hour, but they're trying to rush you out the door in 15 minutes and they yeah. don't make money off of healthy people. Right. They're going to make the most money off of sick people that they can get on medication. And I'm not trying to discourage anybody from going to the doctor, but this just goes along with, I think that people need to be informed. And and unfortunately in today's society with the system, the way that it is a little less trusting and take that onus and autonomy on yourself to be informed and to do the research and get to the root cause. Um, and, And just because somebody is standing there in a white coat in a doctor's office doesn't mean that they know everything about you. Chances are they don't, and they might not take the time to actually learn so be informed and educate yourself on what you need to do and what the root causes of what's going on in your own body, because you are the expert in your own body. So powerful. And it makes me think of the quote too, like nothing means anything except for the meaning that you give it. Right. So you could be leaving that doctor's office thinking, okay, my, you know, my world is over. Like my life is over. This is the, the all end all answer. Right. Whereas this could mean I get to, you know, self-advocate. I get to find my own answers. I get to um, work on myself, right, for long-term. And to clarify too, because I know some listeners might be thinking, well, do people just avoid the doctor, right, and just not care about their health? And and we're not saying that. I want to clarify that. And people should be aware of their health, right, their health concerns, their risk factors, and they should be addressed, right? For, for optimal long-term health. And I feel like Lauren, would you agree with that? 100% people definitely need to be informed and yeah, no way encouraging people not to go to the doctor. I think choosing the right doctor is just as important as going to the doctor. So I would, again, encourage people to do your research on the type of doctor that you're going to go see. I mean, because the the scary reality is too, is that you don't know what kind of grades that doctor got in medical school either. (laughs) That's not, That's that's not public knowledge either. You know what I mean? Um, and I personally, if I'm going to go to the doctor, I'm going to look for a more functional practitioner that's going to sit down with me and talk to me about like my history and help get me to the root cause and focus more on prevention than somebody who might have an ulterior motive, right? Somebody who's just going to spend 10 minutes with me and throw a prescription at me. I don't think that my personal opinion, I don't think that that's really hitting the mark, but absolutely everybody should be empowered to go to the doctor, but again, be empowered and be an informed patient and informed consumer. Yeah, totally. And I think our message here is just, yes, how it's approached, right. But we can't always control how it's approached by doctors. Like that's an external response. That's an external factor, right. And we have no control over that. And unless obviously we research certain doctors, but how we choose to respond to that external factor. That's what we have control over. That's where our power is. And we can remain in that empowered state, right? Just like your approach, Lauren, um, you know, obviously once you reflected on, on how you were feeling, that's where you got to, like, I'm going to show this person, right. That <laughs> and self-advocate. Oh yeah. I think about that doctor all the time. Still, I have to say too, like it's been a couple of years now and I'm 70 pounds down, but I think about that doctor a lot. Um, but you know what you were saying too, around like not being able to control the situation. I mean, you're totally right. You, you can't always control what somebody says or what situation that you're done or is you're in, but, um, 
I've actually recently started to explore this one thought provoking methodology. It's CTFAR and I found it to be so powerful and I'm starting to apply it in my own life and my own like weight loss journey. And like C is for circumstance, T is for thought, F is for feeling, A is for action and R is result. And essentially the principle of this CTFAR model is that you can't control the circumstance. The circumstance is just point blank, something that is objectively true that you could prove in a court of law. Mm-hmm. Um, but your thoughts that stem from that circumstance, you can control. And that is where our power lies. You're totally right that we can't control what happens, but we can control our thoughts, which then manifest our feelings and dictate our actions and what those results are. So, I mean, if I could put myself back at that doctor's office, I can't control what she's going to say to me about how, you know, you already know that you need to lose weight. I'm not really sure what the labs are going to do. Yop, I'll see you in a year, pretty much. I could have thought I am such a failure and I'm never going to lose weight. And the feelings that I would have had at that point would be nothing I do is going to make any difference. I'm on this road forever. And like those actions would have manifested in my lifestyle, right? Continuing to not work out, binging on food, being a food addict. And the results would be that my health would look much different today than it would have if I would have chosen a different path. So even though we can't choose a circumstance, we can absolutely take control of everything that happens after that. It's on us. Thousand percent. And that's where we get that power back. So being mindful too, of how much significance you're putting on external factors, right? Things you have no control over. And I won't go down a rabbit hole, but this could be linked to even self-worth, right? And, And happiness, right? Seeking that on external things. And like you are in control at the end of the, at the end of the day, you are in control of your own happiness, right? And never assign that much power to someone over your life, right? But it's, it's easy to get caught up in these things. Yeah. Be your own control freak. I don't like giving control <laughs> to anybody <laughs> right? Um, for anything because, you know, I like to dictate the outcome. So yeah, be your own control freak in your life. That's so important. Don't, don't let anybody have any sort of like power over you. You are the power. That's why I love the name of this podcast so much. The goddess mindset. I mean, that is like the coolest <laughs> name ever because like you are, you're the goddess of your own journey. Like nobody else gets to dictate it, but you which should be really empowering. That means that if you set a goal that, you know, you're going to work with Jada and you're going to work out like five days a week or whatever it is, you can absolutely manifest that 100%. There is no gray area. There is. Yes. (laughs) If you set a goal that you want to lose 50 pounds, can you achieve it? Undoubtedly? Yes. You are in control. You are the goddess of your own journey. So good. I love that. You are the goddess. And what I truly um, want to share too, is that like, it's already within you, right? Mm-hmm. Like this goddess is already, she already exists and it's not even about finding her. It's just unraveling these layers of self-doubt and limiting beliefs, right? Have that have just been essentially shadowed and stuck on her for years, right? Mm -hmm. Based on all of these external factors. So truly you are, you are in control and be your own control freak. I love that. (laughs) So some key takeaways too, from this episode and from your journey specifically, I, I think you mentioned before too, or if not in the past, we've talked about how this process and your journey does take time right? So do you want to just speak to that a little bit? 
Yeah, I um I encounter so many women in in my business that want to lose weight and you know that's great. Everybody should be trying to get to your happiest and healthiest self whatever that looks like for you. But so oftentimes we live in this instant gratification society, right? We're like Windex. We want it done, we want it right now. Yeah. Um yeah. you know, I I want to lose weight, I need a pill for that or I get questions all the time like how long did it take you to lose the weight? And to me, I think that it's totally missing the boat. This is a journey I will, I will tell you the extra hundred pounds that I put on back then. It didn't take me a few months to put it on. It took me years to put on that weight of consistently bad habits and neglecting my body and not moving it and eating poorly and not taking care of my gut health. So we have to lean into the journey. It's a ride. And in order to be able to get to the end of the ride, you have to be able to go on the journey. And what's incredible about this too, and you talk about this a lot, Jada, is that this isn't a ride that has a stopping point. It's not like, okay, great. I have a goal. I want to lose 20 pounds. And then you lose 20 pounds. And then you go right back to the lifestyle that you were living because I hate to break it to anybody who feels that way, but that you will end up putting all of that weight back on. That's what you call yo-yo dieting in order for you to achieve the results that you want you have to stay on that course and continue to reevaluate your habits so that you can move forward and not take a step back. That's why these people that get these dramatic results within like a month or something, it's like, I've lost 25 pounds in a month. Check in on them six months from now and see if they still have those results. (laughs) Chances are they don't Um, because you don't want something that's a fad diet. You really should not be looking for instant gratification. This is a journey that is going to pay you back in dividends for years and years and years to come. And something like that takes an investment from you, time and effort that you have to pour in every single day in order to get that outcome. It it won't happen overnight. It's a hard truth, but it's something you have to settle into in this journey. It takes time, but my God, is it worth it? A thousand percent. And that's why, and I remember so many women when I first started coaching to really struggling with this, that, like you said, that instant gratification. And that's too, why I, I made a podcast episode on this, how to slow down and enjoy the journey. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen. (laughs) Um, because yeah, like how you, your mindset on this journey will literally make or break your consistency, right. And, and your sustainability, like these long-term results, It, it really does make all the difference. You know, Jada, I think one of your other podcasts, um, I don't remember what episode it was, but I've listened to it before and it just really hit, hit home with me too. It was around, you know, obviously making this a lifestyle choice. Um, but if you were to wake up tomorrow, let's just say hypothetical situation. If you, if somebody wanted to lose weight, I want to lose 50 pounds and you woke up tomorrow morning and you were 50 pounds lighter, chances are you're not going to be able to maintain that weight loss. Why? Because mm-hmm. you didn't learn any of the fundamental processes that you need to, to maintain that 50 pound weight loss. You can't get instant gratification with, you know what I mean? Like with, you have to put in the work. Like if you were to wake up tomorrow at your goal, but you didn't do any of the work in order to get there, you don't know how to keep or maintain those results. So you have to put in the work in order to get it and then maintain it. So I thought that was incredible. Completely. Yeah. And I'm so obsessed when I work with women, I'm so obsessed about the internal transformation, right? Mm -hmm. Like the person you were when we first started working together to the person you are after, like, yes, if you have, you know, a weight goal that you hit amazing, to be honest though, I'm way more focused on that internal transformation, how you think your behaviors, right. How you speak to yourself, like that is the true transformation, who you become 
on that journey. And it's just, it really, it's life changing because you're that person and how you identify is what keeps that consistency and maintains that healthy lifestyle. It's the foundation. It is everything. Mindset is everything. You have to change internally to change externally. Amen. It's so true. And it took me a very long time to realize that because I was always chasing those external things, new workout guide here, gym membership. And I was like, why is nothing changing? Why why am I restarting every week? Like something's not right. Yeah. So, So yeah, key takeaway for listeners, this does take time. So really focusing on enjoy the journey and, and practice self-compassion. Like you have to speak to yourself with love and become friends with your body along this journey, right? You're not at war, right? You are, you are on this journey to support your body through this. And another one too, you said is just being in control. And I think that's so such an important message this health advocacy that you, the journey you went on. Right. And I remember you saying like, no one else is going to do this for me. Right. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like I, you have to take ownership and accountability into what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And it is going to be something that you have to pour into day-to-day. It would be amazing if like I could get my husband to go and walk my walk every single day and like, you know, eat all my food for me and like, oh, but you know, it's just not how it is. I'm the one that has to take ownership and accountability and nobody else can do it for me, but me. And that's the same thing for everyone who's on any sort of journey for wellness, whether that be consistency in movement, whether that be for weight loss, whether that be um, healing your gut, like no matter what it is, it's something that you have to own and pour into every single day in order to achieve that outcome. Yeah, absolutely. So again, like congrats to you because (laughs) you did that, right? And you could have had a million reasons to just say, okay, I'm done. I'm a failure. And like, accept that as your truth. Like you could have really just kept in that stuck, discouraged, unmotivated state, but you chose to create a new narrative. You chose a new story for yourself. And I think that's what's so, so, so inspiring. So like, thank you for being here and is there anything else before I'm going to share some exciting things too about your course, which I would love for you to talk about, but is there anything else before we dive into that you wanted to share with our listeners? Yeah, I just wanted to say again to everybody who is listening to this, that you are the writer, director, and creator of your own story. And you, if you don't like it, the incredible thing about it is that you have the power to change it at any second and any given day. You don't even have to wait for the next day to start over. <laughs> like yes. you, can, you can change, you can snap your fingers right now while you are listening to this podcast and decide yes. to make a change in your life right this split second. And that is incredible. And that that should make you so excited that even though you've got a journey ahead of you, I, everybody is on some sort of journey and you will never regret a single second that you spend making yourself the best version of you that you can possibly. And there is no greater investment that you can ever make in than your own health because your body is beautiful and your body is your only home that you live in. And unfortunately, right when our body can't carry us through anymore, that means that our time here is up. So it should be serious. It should be important. And it shouldn't be something that we put on the back burner. It should be something that we prioritize and we care about and we nurture just like we do everything else in our life. Your body and your health is just incredible and it's important. And that's all. 
and that's all so beautiful. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> but I love, like you said, like literally snapping your fingers because that's what it is. It is a decision, mm-hmm. a firm decision that I am meant for so much more. And that's, that's it, right? Like you truly have that much power based on a single decision. So you have Lauren, an amazing course. Like I am obsessed with this course. You offer so much value and I would love for you just to tell us about it really quick because it is going to change and already is starting to change the lives of so many women on their weight loss journey. Do you mind just sharing it with us, please? No, of course you're the sweetest Jada. Um, so I have a curvy to fitspo course called the weight loss foundation blueprint. That is, um, it just launched for the summer. It's going to be launching again for the fall on September 12th. Um, and this course is just incredible. I have poured every single ounce of myself into this course and it is designed to be a full and complete framework for how you can lose weight in a way that is going to be sustainable. And that is also going to facilitate better health as a result. There are no fad diets here. There is no calorie counting. There is no anything like that. We have mindset components. We have gut health components. We have movement components. I have Jada because I could not think of anyone that I would rather collaborate with on my course than Jada. Um, you know, you've contributed to the course. You have a consistency yeah. masterclass, a one hour dynamic consistency masterclass as part of this course that I am totally obsessed with. And this, this course really is in a nutshell, it's designed so that you can quit and break up with this habit of having to start over every single Monday and live in your life towards your goals for better health, for a, a body that's going to be able to sustain you through all the days of your life. And it's rooted in gut health. So I am super excited about it. The second launch comes out September 12th. My summer students are already loving and obsessed with the course. They're getting results all the time. And yeah, I'm just so proud of it. It's been like the pillar of my whole career and the result of a really unpleasant doctor visit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you can say thank you. <laughs> yes. I should call her and thank yeah. her for that horrible experience. She It's funny. She wouldn't even know who I am. It's not sad. Mm-hmm. But that's, but that's all you, like, that was you making a decision. Like I am meant for so much more. And now think of like how many women you're helping and like the thousands and millions of women you can help in the future. So Mm -hmm. the weight loss foundation blueprint, September 12th, 2023, whatever you're listening to this podcast. So (laughs) still check in, um, and make sure you get on the wait list, even though it's not open, you can still get on the wait list. So all of the links will be uh, just in the show notes. So don't miss it. And what are some other ways to just get in touch with you or the best way to get in touch with you, Lauren? Is it yeah. Through- so I am all over Instagram all the time, every day. So curvy to fitspo on Instagram. I also have a website. It's a curvy to where I host a blog on there and I post lots of great stuff about um, gut health, which is really the pillar of my entire business and my own journey. So you'll find lots of great information on gut health there. Amazing. Thank you so much. We'll definitely have you on for another episode about all gut health. And what's really cool too, about the course, like Lauren said, is I, you get, once you get the course, you get an entire free consistency masterclass that I teach for a full hour. It's just me and you walking through this consistency <laughs> masterclass. 
Um, and I know you have also like so many other incredible bonuses include. So again, thank you so much for being, for being here today, Lauren. I know our listeners are leaving with so much value. And if you're listening, thank you so much for staying to the end and any final words before we, before we go, Lauren, that you have got this, you are the goddess and control freak of your own life and your own journey. And you have got this thousand percent you are in control and self-advocate and you can do this every step of the way we're cheering you on every step of the way and we're here for you so again thank you so much for being here and i hope you have a gorgeous goddess day